Hello, welcome to 251. Two pianists, five minutes, one subject. And this is part of our ongoing series of short five-minute podcasts about various different jazz topics. Uh, my name's Nick Tomlin. And I'm Simon Whiteside. You can also get in touch with us via our Facebook group by searching 2-5-1. You can leave us comments there and uh, follow our progress. Today, we're going to be talking about the diminished scale and its use in jazz. So, first of all, we need to define what a diminished scale is. It's an eight-note scale, or what classical composers call an octatonic scale, and it goes whole step, half step, or tone, semitone, and then that pattern is repeated all the way up. So Nick, I think you've got a bit about where this was first talked about. Yeah, well, its first systematic treatment was in um, Edmund de Pontignac's unpublished work from 1879, which he gave the, the catchy title, uh, The Study of the Succession of Alternating Whole Tones and Semitones from C, uh, which I think <laughs> describes the, the scale quite well. Yes. Um, and it's, it's been known about uh, in classical music for, for a while, and particularly from the, I suppose, from the Romantic period onwards, um, and um, and then you know moving into the 20th century, um, composers like Messiaen uh, used it. I mean, he he included it as one of his modes of limited transposition. Also, Debussy and Ravel um, used the sound of the diminished um, scale as well. Um, the Russian composer Rimsky-Korsakov used it, um, as did his student Stravinsky. Um, so it's 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 been used um, a lot in classical music. Um, in jazz, I think it has quite a sp- it's used in quite a specific way, um, particularly when improvising over a dominant seventh um, chord. And when improvising over a seventh, um, we use this kind of mode because there's, there, there are really two modes of it, aren't there? You played the the um, whole step, half step, but there's also the half step, whole step mode, which we tend to use over the over the uh, dominant seventh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we. So if you're playing a C seven, if you start from C. That's in. Um, that's different from what I played before, which was, which doesn't fit so well over the seventh. But um, I've been working on this practice thing. Uh, the good thing about the, the scale is that you can then transpose it up a, th- a minor third each time. So I've been practicing this. goes up from C to E flat to G flat to A7 um, and there also when you're playing licks it within you know if you're playing language in your in your solos you can use that sort of feature can't you yeah I mean I've got a phrase which kind of similar in a way except that it moves down in minor third so it's it's a little phrase which then we I just transpose down in minor thirds um, so it sounds like this <laughs> Yeah, that's something you hear a lot. And, uh, you, you, I mean, also you can, I suppose you can go... Uh, 
that sort of thing. Yeah, there's many, many different um, <laughs> diminished phrases and patterns. I mean, one I really like is because, uh, of course, when you go, you get the tritone mm-hmm. is the, is the like the third transposition, and mm-hmm. one Margaret Miller um, came up with, which is in fourths over that transposes uh, over the tritone, as it were, which is. Yeah, you'll have to show me that one. That's a good. Yeah, <laughs> That's nice. it's a beautiful one, isn't it? And it, and it's it's obviously with the fourths there. It's pretty modern sounding as well. So uh, the diminished scale has been used really by many of the great jazz players from bebop onwards, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've come to the end of the road today. So from me, Simon Whiteside, goodbye. From me, Nick Tomlin, goodbye. <laughs>